I'm Nadine. <laughs> I'm Kate. And you're listening, listening to, to Dope Women. we do it up in here you are now listening thank you for dropping Dope in women. thank you hello so nice to drop by to our podcast Dope. we are dope women talking women. about dope women being dope while smoking dope <laughs> <laughs> no we haven't just yet because as you know as our loyal listeners of all two episodes you loyal Listeners, you know loyal. that we don't start the episode having smoked. No. We take a break mm-hmm. and then we come back and tell our stories. We want to just approach the beginning of this, of each one, fresh ears, open <laughs> eyes. I swear she hasn't smoked yet. <laughs> fresh ears and open eyes. And but yes, but yeah. They're yeah. going to be opener when we come back. Yeah. To exactly. tell you stories of dope women yeah it's a change it's a shift it's exciting yeah it's theater we're theater kids we are theater kids we do true and true we need we need a we need an arc we're storytellers that's right that's right girl that's right we are tell stories so um i don't know any current events that we want to talk about oh it was it was mother's day recently was it yeah it was mother's day the sunday after our first episode was released yeah 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 yeah. it was (laughs) we forgot to introduce adam macias of slingshot studios slingshot studios who is in the background in it just catching us everywhere every step of the way (laughs) thank you for sharing giving hand signals throwing in sound effects when we need to be checked yeah but hire we're him, here. People. Hire him. Yeah. We are, yeah, here. Hire us. hire us. We're here to well, talk about dope women and talk it hire up. Us for? What could people hire us for? You can hire us for general entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> History lessons. <laughs> if you're throwing a party and you want two people to walk around the room and just like start ridiculous conversations, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Or just like hype a lady up. You know, we're talk, here to yes. talk about some cool ass Hype shit. queen for life. Cool ass shit that was done by dope women. So, yeah. Oh Could you hear that? Okay, cool. <laughs> I love that okay. you have to push it three times. You do. Cause Why it only, doesn't it just one noise? Well, it's like a regular horn. If you just push it down, it goes, and then you have to. It's like a real horn, oh, except, wow. my, it's a, except an app. All right. Except not an app, at all. But it's not a, it's not a real horn. We have given ourselves like. a platform to people who talk like so much in the world. So much. A platform to just talk more uninterrupted. <laughs> this is Only dangerous. By each other. <laughs> Only by each other. Exactly. Yeah. Constantly. Um, and uh, if you listen to the last episode... Hope you liked it. Um, oh, yeah. Which, speaking of last episode and timing and schedules and how, the way the world works, um, I, we, I, like, mentioned Mother's Day and then we didn't talk about it at all. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Mother's Day happened. Mothers are mothers awesome are- when they're awesome. <laughs> Some people have problematic relationships with their mothers and that's okay, too. And some don't. Although it super, know? super sucks. Yeah. Um, I know how 
awesome and important. My mom is in my life and she drives me insane Same. all the time. Mm-hmm. But like literally there have been times where like, you know, you just break down and you're like, I need my mom. And I'm like, I need my mom, mm-hmm. you know, and I call my mom and it's like call your mom. somehow her annoying advice that normally comes unsolicited that I'm uninterested in hearing mm-hmm. is just like exactly what I need. Yeah. And just like saves me, you know, so I'm super grateful for my mom. Um, you got married recently. So your mom, big part of your life. Very big part year. of the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I will say it's nice to just, like, talk shit with her sometimes. <laughs> totally. You know, like, sometimes you know you know when someone will agree with you, but, like, certain someone. And when it's your mom, you're like, yes, exactly, right. exactly. Like she knows your family in ways that only you guys know. Exactly. You know? So, family can be so annoying sometimes, even though we love them. And she always wants to hang out with me. I will give her that too. Like, I don't know why. Sometimes Ugh, I won't even, I I'll look at you calling me and I'm like, I don't want to talk right now. Oh, great. And she's always down to like, when am I going to see you? And I'm like, what? True. She's, you she's, a, she's a really good hype queen. Yeah. She, she is. Yeah. She will get, she will get you hyped any day. Girl. It's true. Jane, you know how to party, girl. Hype, girl. Hype queen. Hype queen. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. yeah. So I guess that's our, that's our little update. Shout out to mamas. Shout out, shout out to Mama. great moms everywhere. Mamas. Um, and people um that are also like fur moms. Oh yeah. And also moms to or mother figures to their students. Exactly. Um, I was gonna say that to like when you take someone under your wing and you're mm-hmm. just like mama bear. Yeah. Shout out to you guys too, mama bears. Yeah. Mama. They're amazing. I've had a lot of mama bears in my life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, shout out to all the different types of um, mothers and mentors and that divine feminine energy divine. that we um, encapsulate our... We come from it. We are <laughs> children it. With. We are it. We are it. We come from it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, thanks for listening in. We're about yeah. to tell you two dope stories of two dope women. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello. Hello. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we had a, a break, a sesh, if you will. A sesh, yes. And a sesh, a trottle, if you if you will. What's a tr- um a uh, 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 macaroon, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Is that what the so, kids are calling it? <laughs> so, no. So, this is my own inside joke with myself because I'm such a... Let's hear about it. Um, but, like, when I was, like, like, in high school and in college and stuff, my friends and I had, like, different words for, like, different things. Like, let's go for a trottle. And we would tell our parents, like, oh, we're just, we just go for a walk around the neighborhood. But, like, we would go and smoke cigarettes, you know? And, like, <laughs> or, like, um, oh, I want I want to get macaroons for tonight, which was, like, let's, I want to smoke weed, you know? Um, oh, good to know. You That's know, good to know. Yeah. That so, like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, yeah. So, if you have any uh, uh, mm. secret words mm. for... Uh, secret things let us know yeah at us yeah on twitter words at dope women with a dope women with an x is that confusing dope women with it but women is spelled with an x no e oh wait there's an e in the dope (laughs) (laughs) but yeah in the women i guess okay i also want to know what what the best way for us to verbalize our handle is what do you what do you guys think as our listeners Mm mm-hmm 
but sounds right. Yeah. You know, if you heard that, you would know how to spell it. And you know how to spell it. You, you just have to find us. Yeah. yeah. Look at the thing you're listening on and it probably says it right there on your screen. How would you say that? How would you say the title of our <laughs> podcast? For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. an Instagram handle. <laughs> Dope women. No space. No space. No space with an X. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so we're back and Kate's going to tell us a dope, uh, story about a yeah, dope woman. A dope and woman. That's what's happening now. So my dope woman for today is Sarah Breedlove, AKA Madame CJ Walker. And, um, I didn't really realize that I'm doing another Madame, but she's not French. Um, anyway, she was the wealthiest self-made woman in America and Sorry, the, that was funny. Sorry, I was setting the timer so I didn't hear you when you said that. <laughs> I thought she setting was French. Setting the timer. No, she's she not French. I thought she was French. She's, she's not. She's madam. <laughs> it's her name. It'll make sense later. <laughs> she's Sarah Breedlove. Just, her name is Sarah. Okay, Sarah. She is Madame Sarah. the wealthiest African-American businesswoman. Wealthiest self-made woman in America. Damn. Yes. Uh, by the time of her death in 1919, because obviously oh, they're damn. leaving billions now, but this is, yeah, wealthiest. This girl made money. Dang. Um, she did this by developing and marketing a line of cosmetics and hair care products for black women. Oh. Yes. So um, she was the first child in her family born into freedom. Um, she was orphaned at the age oh. of seven. Ugh. Um, and... She moved to Mississippi at the age of 10. Wait, I'm sorry. So she was born in Paris? She's Wait, not no. French. <laughs> <laughs> She's American. African-American. Right, right, right. You uh, said Wait, where was she born? Not, She's not French. She was okay. born close right. to sorry. Delta, Louisiana. Got it. Okay. So she's not French. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Okay. So now. Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> no, she's American. Sarah, she moved to Mississippi at the age of 10. Um, she, by the age of 14, she was married. Um, she had a girl, Aaliyah, I want to say her sure. name, Walker. Um, she was married to Moses McWilliams, but her last name is Walker. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> Was that the name she was born with? Was she born? Yeah, her daughter. Walker? Sorry, her daughter. Oh, so they okay. moved to St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. So she had a baby. They moved. Okay. Um, she started working as a laundress. She was barely making more than a dollar a day, but she really wanted to support her daughter at school. So she really wanted to make more money. Um, and also she sang. So ragtime was being mm. developed in St. Louis. Oh. And so she sang at the St. Paul African Methodist Episcopal Church. And she was really impressed with the ladies she was surrounded with. Oh. Because there is like a strong community. So she wanted to like, she started getting hopes and dreams like just like women around her. Ugh. Yes. Oh my God. So good. Um, Wait, so she would just go like sing there with them? Yeah. So she that's how she oh, met yeah. these people. And she was like impressed. Oh my God. Yeah. She was um, like, you guys are And they were singing cool. ragtime. They were developing like ragtime music. Ugh. Ugh. Oh my god, so cool. in a church? Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that. Like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm sure they. I mean, I just a, don't know. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like musicals where someone starts a song and then everyone joins in, and like if you hang out with <laughs> choir people, like people just like you start singing and like that music's happening, like everyone's just gonna sing. I I don't know. I feel like I totally get that. I feel I, I 
I see that. I see it. Oh, cool. Um, I can see why you would see that. <laughs> yeah. I, I would never burst into song, but oh. that's, you know, you know, that's why, that's why we're friends. Yin and yeah. yang, you know, mm-hmm. we bounce each other out. Mm-hmm. You do the singing part. Thanks. I will. <laughs> anyway. I love, I love it. Anyway, we, we, we shout out grass. to a singer. I am like, ooh, I love, I love when you everyone do. just like, oh, you're, well, you're you a singer. Sing? So it's something. Yeah. 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 Um, Kate's a great singer. I, I can't believe we don't have her as like the theme music. I'm sure I'll burst into song at some point. It happens. We eventually. It happens. To, we'll change that. Yeah, like some sentence will just be a song. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, Sorry. so she's Sorry. singing. Sarah is singing. So okay, Sarah's singing. Sarah's singing. She's singing now. She also ragtime. suffers from severe tan- dandruff, um, scalp ailments, including baldness because she has some skin disorders, mm. but also because she had a poor diet, illnesses, and infrequent bathing and hair washing because a lot of Americans lacked indoor plumbing. Dang. Yeah. So she actually learned about hair care from her brothers and because oh. they were barbers. And um, at the World's Fair at St. Louis, she became a commission agent selling products for Annie, Mal- Annie Malone, um, who was oh. an African-American hair care entrepreneur. Yes. And um, so she actually, and that would be her biggest rival. Later. Oh. Dun, dun. You like learn, dang, she like learned the ropes and mm-hmm. then she was like, um, she, a, this is a great idea. Yeah. I'm going to run with it. Well, she like took Good her knowledge you. and made her own thing. Good for you. And they became rivals. So like, oh, dang. That sucks. I know, but it's business. Yeah. Um, like, I got to like, <laughs> yeah. that's what happens. She became big. This was yeah. the biggest like company around. And then she like made her own thing and then got like huge. Right. So she was like, I'm going to market to your customers. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're doing wrong here. I'm going to fix that. Um, so she moves She moves a lot. She moved to Denver, Colorado, and she was selling products um, for the same company and also developing her own business. Um, and then Malone accused Sarah of stealing her formula. Oh. Even though she's, like, selling her products, she's, like, hustling for her and making money, but also, like, yeah. representing. So, um yeah. That sucks. So she married Charles Walker um, in 1906 when she was 37 years old. Sarah does? Yeah. She, I, I don't, there was a d- divorce some, somewhere. Oh, I was like, did it he happened. die? I was like, did no, he miss something? I actually don't know. He just like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should know that. <laughs> it's fine. She I mean, did have two marriages. They end up, they end up, she ends up not married to him. That's yeah. Point. It's fine. Yeah. We don't care about him. I, we only really? care about her. Like we're so about, it matter. This, it's yeah. about her right now. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. You get it. <laughs> Like it. A new guy. <laughs> Who cares? So he's out of the picture. Charles Walker. Charles Walker comes she, in. Walking she in. Coins her name as Madame C.J. Walker. Oh, um, Madame C.J. She wanted to I like start. The ring of that. I know. That's I probably why she, why she changed it. it. Yeah, I get it. Um, she marketed herself as an independent hairdresser and retailer of cosmetic creams, and she oh. took the Madame. Um, adopted from women pioneers of the French beauty industry. So it was just an homage. Oh. Madame. She's like, sounds fancy. Yeah. I like it. She was like, <laughs> she did her own stuff. So like her husband was like into advertising and promotion. So she sold her products door to door and then taught other black women how to groom and style their hair. Like went in and like transformed. And wow. yeah. And um, yeah. Her, they put their daughter in charge of the mail order operation. <laughs> Oh and then while like at home and then her and her husband would tour southern and eastern u.s to just like 
do the same thing, grow the business. Oh my Go God. Go in people's homes and like teach them what to do. Obviously before the t- times of child labor laws. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you For stay sure. here. Yeah. You, you run this business. Down the fort. We're gonna go, and she's like, okay. We're going to make money. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I mean, hey. She did an excellent job. They kept like, she was in the business. She was in the family. It was yeah. just a family business. Her, yes. Yeah, the mail order operation. It's so good. They relocated to Pittsburgh. They moved again. Um, and she opened a beauty parlor and established Lelia College to train hair culturists. Culturalists. Culturalists. Why did she like coined Cultural- it? Hair culturalists. Culturalists. Culturists. 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 Wow. Why is this so hard? Hair culturists. It's a weird, yeah. it's a hair, weird role hair of the culturists. word. Hair culturists. Very a lot specific of and scientific. Hair culturists. Yeah. So, um. You say it enough, it sounds really weird. I guess like the equivalent today would be not a hairdresser, but like, what's that, what's the field? Cosmetologist? Kind of, yeah. Like, kind of, yeah. Right? Hair, hair, not hairologist, not mixologist. But they did creams too. Like color, color. Colorolo- hair culturalists. Color- color- colorists. Gosh. Colorists? I don't know. Let's just move on. Okay, okay. Can we <laughs> look it up later? Um, she was an advocate of black women's economic independence. And she opened training programs in the Walker system um, for her own licensed sales agents. And they also earned healthy commissions. Um, so, and then her daughter also encouraged her to open an office and beauty salon in New York City, in Harlem, and it was like a center of African-American culture. So she was just like doing things. She relocates mm-hmm. to Indianapolis and she establishes a headquarters for the Madame C.J. Walker Manufacturing Company. Um, okay. She built a factory, a hair salon, and a beauty school to train Dang. her agents and an added laboratory to help with research. Dang. Hair. Dang hair! She took she the. She disrupted everything. the hair industry. She is blessing people. Dang! I'm just like, hold on, pause button. <laughs> That's it. I'm just like kind of blown away by that. I know, and like I appreciate people that know so much about their hair. Like it's been a journey with mine. You know, it's everyone sure has science. their own. Yeah, everyone has your own journey with hair, mm-hmm. and like. I mean, shout out to curly haired girl. Yeah, like having someone come in your home when you don't like. I have the internet. I can't imagine like we have YouTube now, and like you can find tips for if you know what kind of hair you have. But like this is so far back in the day, and even now I'm like, I love an expert. I love a person. I love someone that's gonna like you know. Yeah, I don't know that Facetime, but dang, that's so cool. I love that she just like. Started so like amazing. a whole empire, you yeah. know. She was like, "I'm just gonna run with it." And all, you of know? course, thank you. Her, thank many you. of her employees in manage key management and staff positions were women. So hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Um, she trained other people, women, to become beauty culturalists in the Walker system. It's a method of grooming designed to promote hair growth, condition the scalp through the use of their products. And to make lackluster and brittle hair become soft and luxurious. Mm, Lush, darling. Mm -hmm. She had several competitors. um, And it was claimed that her company trained nearly 20,000 women. And they had a uniform of white shirts and black skirts and black satchels walking into houses. 
And then carrying um, like oh God, the little pot it. products had her Madame CG, CJ Walker's like picture. Wait, dang. So it's actually, she's like OG, like, she is Mar- like, like Avon, Mary Kay, like all that kind of mm-hmm. like. You buy her you brand. Know. Oh my God. She was like amazing. And wait, she, was she like, wait, were there pyramid schemes before that? Like, I think was she that a thing? Created you know it. what I mean? She like, kinda, it, like, I mean, I'm sure there was like there schemes, but like specifically this kind of like umbrella or this like pyramid, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so dope. It even like expanded beyond to Cuba, beyond the U.S. to Cuba, Jamaica, um, Haiti, Panama, and Costa Rica. So Dang. It was just like blew up. She owned several cars, and she had a full time <laughs> chauffeur, but she preferred driving. She's just like has it because she's rich as fuck. Preferred driving. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because she had like nice cars, like oh, a Ford, I see, a Ford I see, Model I see. T. Yeah, okay. I mean, she had an electric right. car. I definitely. That's yeah. Some people enjoy driving. I don't. I know. If I could have someone else drive for me the rest of my life. If no one else is on the road, I enjoy driving. Like yeah, just even then, I love a, a nap. <laughs> I would just. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. She also, in addition um, to all that, she also showed other black women how to budget, build to their own businesses and encourage them to become financially independent. She Fuck she yeah. became, um, Fuck yeah. she yeah. organized her sales agents into state and local clubs and that became the National Beauty, National Beauty Culturists and Benevolent Association of Madame C.J. Walker Agents. It's and its first annual conference in Philadelphia. This is 1917. There's two two hundred attendees for their first like conference, and then damn, it was believed to have been among the first national gatherings of women entrepreneurs to discuss business and commerce. <gasps> and it all started with hair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she. I mean, there's like little things like she gave prizes to the women who sold the most products and rewarded those who made the most contributions to charities, like the largest. Um, and uh, she she was really involved in activism and philanthropy, but um, she died from kidney failure. Um, but at the time of her death, she was considered to be the wealthiest African-American woman in America. Dang. It's insane. It's insane. And like the average American's annual salary 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 was $750. Her estate was worth an estimated $600,000. Wow. Um and that at the time of her death, the annual salary was $750. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So they're there like it is. yo, she like <laughs> She like had it. She made. had a yeah. bunch of money. That's like wow. That's like a lot of money. Transferred, yeah, like to how much it would be now. Like she the... was like, dang, dripping. Dang, Sarah. Sarah Bree Love. Love. She was a dope woman. There's a guitar called Bree Love. That's like classic. I wonder so. if that's where it came from. I don't know. I'm just making that up, but <laughs> it's a cool name, and it made me think of a, a guitar. It's possible. It's definitely very possible. Um. Wow. I have a picture of her. I don't know if this is the picture of um, what was on the package, but maybe I can find that and post it. Yeah, we'll put it on the Instagram. We'll share. On the IG. Oh my God. Yes, Queen. She's (gasps) regal as fuck. Oh my God. She has on this like 
gorgeous like embroidered shirt with like these gorgeous like drop pearl earrings. And to think Matching like necklace? even like it said that she had um like dry scalp and hair issues like sh- her yeah. shit is she she knew what she was doing. Yeah, she looks on point. She knew oh, what yeah. she was doing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Good for her. I love yes. that story. Yes. I want to know, like, did she start the pyramid scheme? Like, I don't know. She was, I, I mean, she had to be the first, like, that, but. beauty empire in the United States. Like, that, she had to be at least the first of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. But she, so she cool. scored. She had now, a laboratory. Where I never would have learned about her. Like, like what? That's amazing. So cool. Amazing. That's so cool. And like, I, like you I just, built, you built that. Like she built that. She saw opportunities everywhere. It started with just like hair and then cream and then like selling it and then like yeah. getting other people to, to like spread the word and then mm-hmm. like brand it and then like mm-hmm. what? And also like the skill. I like that's that was mm-hmm. really cool to like have a hands on. Like the agents, yeah, or Walker agents, yeah. I love like yeah, it's like Avon, thing. like it's full on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had the uniform. You know, like Mary mm-hmm. Kay has the pink car. Exactly. Like, yeah, they're black. Exactly. Uniforms and stuff. Like that's so cool. cool. That's cool. She like made a brand. You yep. know, amazing. <sighs> that's so cool. Your Round turn too. Um, for this episode of Dope Women. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate all of that. Um, it's there. Leave it. <laughs> um, okay. So second story for today is the story of Louise Aslanian. So I chose from my second story to find a queen of the Armenian oh descent. Oh, my God. Yes. Because Tell for us. those of you listening that don't know, mm-hmm. your girl Nadine mm-hmm. here. You're about to know is Armo AF, <laughs> which for those of you that really don't know, that means I am Armenian. You are Armenian. Super Armenian. True and true. All the time. <laughs> all the time. I mentioned it once in a <laughs> yeah, conversation with Randy, and she was like, I was like, well, because I'm Armenian. She's like, oh, are you Armenian? I was like, yeah, you didn't know. And she was like, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, Everyone like, knows. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I thought, Amazing. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So I chose <clears throat> to do a story of the story of Louise Aslanian. Um, most Perfect. of this story was... Um, Wait, can we pause for a cause? Can How do you say her name? Louis. It actually is probably... Oh, I think it's actually a Louisa. A Louisa? Louisa. 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 Like Louise, uh-huh. but not. Louisa. Louisa. Yeah. Like if there was an A at the end, but it's an E at the end, but I have a feeling that it's supposed to be Louisa. Aslanian. Aslanian. You can read Aslanian. it. You should read it, your visual. <laughs> Aslanian. Yeah, Wait. Yeah, it works. <laughs> I know. I knew it would work. Okay. Amazing. Um, cool. So uh, most of my story was uh, pulled from uh, the WordPress uh, page uh, run by Anahit of Erebuni, which is an Armenian woman-run Instagram account that I'm a very big fan of. Um, I'll tag it in the description of this episode, and you should go. I'll follow her on Instagram because it's not just Armenian shit; it's like feminist shit too, and it's also like just dope women shit. 
Yeah. And so if you don't women shit into that, like go follow her. Um, and also uh, the evnreport.com. Um, okay. So Louisa Aslanyan. Um, so, okay. So the time that she was, uh, she was born in 1902 um, and she died in 1945. Um, and so, at the end of her life, France was occupied by Nazi Germany um, during World War II, mm-hmm. right, starting in, like, 1940. <clears throat> and this led to the formation of the French Resistance. Um, and so much French. French has been involved in, like, almost every story. I know. Story. I know. I, well, I definitely gravitate to French things, for sure. Do you? I guess. Yeah, I kind of do. I don't know. Like, I was, I was love obsessed. Antoinette growing up. God damn, if I could say that one more time. Um, <laughs> obsessed with Marie Antoinette. Um, when I went to Paris, I just felt like, oh, I yeah. belong here. Like, my soul understands this place. It's been here before. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely into friendship, for sure. Um, those are really <laughs> the only two references I have for <laughs> to vouch for that. But anyway, um... There were a lot of Armenian people in Paris and France um, for a long time, like, following the Armenian genocide. Like, a lot of people ended up in Paris because the French were, like, super cool with, like, taking in the orphans and stuff, um, which was so dope um, of them. Thank you, guys. Um, And then, uh, anyways, there was a lot of Armenian people in France, and so a lot of the fighters... uh, were of Armenian or were Armenian immigrant men and women, a lot of the French resistance fighters. Um, and some of them even like gained national recognition, um, like um, uh, uh, Misak and Meline uh, Manukyan, um, who I mentioned later in the story. Um, they're like nationally known, like they have plaques and stuff and like cool places. Um, but cool not, places, cool places, you know. But like, not our girl Louise, <laughs> Louisa. <laughs> She's uh not as well known. Um, at first when I was like writing this story, I was like, it's probably because she's like a single woman, and like people, <laughs> meh. Um, but then I found out she's <laughs> married, and so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Aslanian, you're like, uh, I was like, oh, I had to uh, like go back and delete it. Um, and like Aslanian isn't even like she was born. Um, she was born Louisa Gregorian. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> anyway, so, uh, leading into that, Louisa Grigorian was born and raised in, um, Tabriz, Iran, but moved to the county, uh, sorry, the, not county, the country of Georgia, uh, to pursue a higher education. She, like, you know, went to grade school in Iran, but mm-hmm. if you're a woman, like, you're not going to go to college there. Mm-hmm. So she went to, um, Tbili? Tbili? Spili? Spili, Spili, Georgia, I think is the way to say the name of the city. Oh. T, it's like T-B-I-S-I-L-I or something is like the way you spell it. And I like yeah. literally Googled how to pronounce it and I couldn't. So <laughs> I just wrote and moved to the country of Georgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to pursue higher education. And that's where like people discovered her literary talents. And they were like, oh, she's like a really good writer. Um, and she was like really noticed. Um, and then she eventually, like, um, she got married. She moved back to Tabriz uh, with her husband. But then eventually her husband, her mom, and her sister all relocated to Paris. And that's where she ended up, um, how she ended up 
getting involved in the French Revolution. Um, and she intended to, this is, okay, this part, okay. <laughs> All right. She, stu- she intended to finish her musical education, but then financial problems, like, arose and oh. started taking their toll. Like what? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Like, but there was, like, debt and costs mm. and things, you okay. know? Like, they needed more money than yeah. what they had. Um, and so she took to studying literature instead. <laughs> Interesting choice. And, like, at least for, like, I don't know. I think, like, you and me now, it's like, wait. You went from music to literature, and literature was like the more stable right? career path. Right? But like to me, I'm like wondering, like, does that is that just because like when she was in school, people were like, oh my god, like you're like literary wise, like you're amazing. And she was like, I know, but I really I'm like super into music. And people were like, mm-hmm. no, but you're really good at writing. And she's like, ah, I want to do the music, right? And then she goes and she's like trying to do the music, and it's like not working out. And she's like. And I guess I'll just be an amazing writer oh instead. Gosh. Or, just, like, I know this is like, <laughs> my out. first thought was that maybe she would be more successful being a writer because you can publish under a different name. It's, oh God, I, I know. That was like my first thought of like, maybe she didn't have a choice. I don't know. So, like, she did it to sacrifice. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so she. I don't know. Just an option. I thought it, it exists. It's interesting the that you idea. should mention that. Oh my God. Tell me. Because <laughs> she did, in ah, fact, ah, 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 work ah, under ah, a pseudonym. Girl! Gotta do what you gotta do. Glass. Which, at first, I was like, her initials. I was like, wait, no. That's her initials. Um, but she published, like, two books and a collection of short stories. And, like, oh I'm sure, like, other stuff as well. Um, so yeah, so excellent point. I think she probably couldn't hide behind her music. Yeah, even um, though she, she still could loves hide it. Behind her words. I'm sure she's wonderful when everyone gathers at dinner parties and stuff, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know if she, like, <sighs> gigging is just so hard when you don't make any money. <laughs> totally. Like, when you do it all the time, you know? Like, when even, you try to make with, it happen, Even when it's you just, do love something, when it yeah. doesn't give back when, in like, that way, it's, like, hard. It's not, it's hard. A, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Feels. Um, so, but also, yeah, she still did the damn thing. Yeah, and she still went on and was, and then she went on and was incredibly successful. Um, and then through that, I mean, honestly, this is like this is her destiny, right? Like, I appreciate that she was like into the musical stuff, but you know, hearing reading about the rest of her life, I'm like, yeah, girl, I'm sorry, like you know, it, like like you said, like I'm sure she like at dinner parties she could like bust out a guitar and like it's super fun and nice right. and lighthearted, but like you were meant to, you know, write the words of you know, the movement and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so she's writing and doing all this. And then she ends up joining the French Communist Party in 1936 and started working on the Armenian paper. Um, I think it's Zongo, which it's, I'm, unless it's like Zonku, but this, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, which that's where uh, Misak uh, Manukyan Who's like who's a super well known poet and activist in France? Mm-hmm. Um, he was the editor there, and so that's where they like connected. Uh-huh. Um, and like you know, she started work. working for that paper exactly. And he was like, "You're dope," and she's like, "You're pretty cool." 
Um, he said that. You're dope. Yeah, like literally this You're is a dope. verbatim Hold conversation. <laughs> I'm reading off a transcript that I printed from the Library of Congress. Um, <laughs> um, they discuss like immigrant life and politics and USSR, just like all of the current events, right? Because it's cool. just like fucking Nazi-occupied France. There's a lot of shit to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, I would A lot think. of shit to discuss. Um, and they were anti-fascist, anti-imperialist, and pro-Soviet. Um, uh, she became chairman of the Committee of Assistance to Armenia. Um, and Armenia was part of the Soviet Union at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. And so they were suffering, like, from a blockade by the Allies because we were under that regime. Um, and she was also the chairman of the Union of Armenian Women in Paris. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah, like, in addition to, like, all the writing that she's doing for Zongo and, like, just whatever, just, like, all the other things I'm sure she's doing in, like, life. Um, Oh, my God, and also totally relevant to, to like, the actual work that she's done, but I just think it's, like, a super fun fact. Yeah. Um, Her and her husband taught math and chess to Charles Osnavod. (laughs) What? Who's, you know who he is, right? No, but just on the side gig of playing, teaching chess and what? No, Charles Osnovod is like just like he's this amazing singer. They would they like people have referred to him as like the Frank Sinatra of France. Like wait, that kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, he's an Armenian singer, but he's known as a French singer. But he's Armenian, but he like hid that for a long time because might have seen as we have learned and know France through its history (laughs) has been quite xenophobic. Yeah. Um. So he was like, I was I was born in Paris. I was born in Paris. Mm-hmm. I was born in Paris. So I'm French. I'm French. I'm French. I'm French. I'm a French singer. Mm-hmm. Um, which he was. He was born in Paris and he was a French singer. But he was also Armenian. With the cast out of the bag, folks. Um, <laughs> love voice. <laughs> he was Armenian. I know. I'm sure my brother-in-law would be happy that I haven't used my plethora of annoying different voices that I use. Um, There's more episodes to come. So and much, more time. So much more to post time to peel away this onion <laughs> anyway <laughs> i no long how i have no idea how long it's been because in timer won't work but anyway so anyway so her and her husband teach chess and math to charles osnovod which is just like it's just an amazing way Jeez. that like armenian friend the armenian french armenian community like came together during the yeah. you know so like nazi occupied um france like it's just like so cool to like think about that like think about them like Sitting in a living room, like playing chess and drinking surj and like like doing drinking math. Armenian coffee and like doing I, math I, I and just understand. like talking about like it's just like ugh, it's just so romantic. You know, I want someone like, to wow. like paint the image I have in my head right yeah. now. Um, this is in Paris. Anyone right? that's listening is a painter. Or is this paint this image? <laughs> doing math of Charles Osnavod and um, and Louisa Aslanian and her husband doing playing chess. And doing math in France no. during World War II. <laughs> I would fucking hang that probably. Or just like send me a picture of it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, amazing. Wow. They're anyway. Just... Yeah. So the Nazis start occupying France. Charles and uh, uh, start occupying France. 
And Louisa joins the French resistance. She becomes a recruiter for an armed resistance organization created by leaders of the French Communist Party. She worked in an underground publishing house, honey. She was a weapon supplier for the fighters of the French resistance, honey. I mean, girl, she opened a women's division of the fighters of the French resistance. Like, girl did not stop. Oh, my God. Like, she was... It's just like, you know, like, like she was, run- it what? makes me think of that Hamilton song. Like she's running out of time. You know what I mean? Yes. She's writing. Like she's, she's doing out so of time. many she's things. Like going, 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 going. Oh my God. Like, oh my God. I was just like, and she did this, and she did that, and she did this, and she did that. I'm like, she's like, ah, ah. like, she was, but like, she is hustling. Like she was responsible for the Armenian resistance in Northern France. You know what I mean? Like all of these Dude. things that she did, like she's responsible for that. You know what I mean? Like it's so... Dope. Exactly and, like the running out of time, though. Yeah. Ugh. Good call on that. Because that is like right? so much. So like, much. Wow. And such a, and she's so, you know. Unstoppable. And, you know, and she's directly related, connected to, you know, Misaka and Meline Manukyan, who, you know, to be honest, like, I don't personally know. But, like, from my research, seems like they're, you know, if you were in France, like. It's like learning about Ben Franklin. You learn about Misak Manukyan. You know what I mean? Oh, like, okay. I, that's the way. Yeah. See, like, I don't know. Maybe not exactly quite up there, but like, um, like, yeah, he has like a street named after him, which I'm like, damn it. Now I have to go back to Paris. <laughs> and I have to find the street. Yeah. Um, yes. But anyway, uh, Meline Manukyan was quoted saying just about like, you know, because, you know, I'm sure some people are like, why were the Armenians involved in the French Revolution? Yeah. Like, you know, even like whatever, like it's just weird. Like especially if Armenians were under the Soviet Union, like it's just like kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Melina said, um, you know, Misak and I were both orphans of the Armenian genocide. We weren't targeted by the Nazis. We could have stayed hidden, but it was impossible to remain insensitive to all these murders, to the deportation of the Jews by the Germans because I could see the hand of these same Germans that directed the Turkish army during the Armenian genocide. Oh, my God. And while Misak was executed in 1944 um, by, like, Nazis, um, Melina managed to hide and survive. Oh, my God. But she just, like, hid. Um, But unfortunately, Louisa and her husband were also arrested in June 1944, and they were sent to concentration camps. Um, oh my God. And what? Ugh, and this, what? That's this is, what she has yeah. And oh. this, and this, I feel like this is like ugh, not wow. more than that, but but also they they also destroyed the manuscripts of the last years of Louise's life. Oh my God! So she was probably like taking detailed notes of everything yeah. that was happening, and they just like burnt them to a crisp. Um, wow. And they that destroyed. is the story of Louisa oh. Aslanian. Oh my God. Thank you, Louisa, for being a dope woman. Dope woman. Dope woman. Right? Like, ugh. holy shit. I was just like, ugh. holy shit. And she was like, what a powerhouse. A talented you know? writer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, and she probably was really good at music. Like, I'm sure she was good at everything else. Like, right. She probably was really right? good. Like, she just didn't succeed. Can you, like, I know. No. That's I know. Sh- wow. Like, I'm having this, like, image of, like, her vamping at some like fun re- or some like rally or something, yes. being like, "All right, I'll like play guitar for a little bit." You know, oh you know? my! I don't know. God. I don't know. Maybe she didn't even play guitar, but that's amazing. But, um, sure, like on a heavy arsenal, like where she stored all the weapons. And stuff. Yeah. 
Sure, it I soothes, can see her like soothes, putting on muscles. It soothes and everything. the weapons. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm talking. Oh we're like talking God. about her at like dinner parties, and like I, she probably didn't even have time for dinner parties. She probably didn't have dinner parties. She probably didn't do like any of that. She like eat, drank, breathed, smoked, mm-hmm. like yeah. the resistance. Yeah, you know, like. I don't know. I'm sure they had some sort of release, but um, I just feel like I don't know where, like, like in her in her life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, nineteen. Like she was just. Pow- I feel like people like that are like she was only forty three by- when she was executed. You know, oh like my. that's a, such a short amount of time. Like she yeah. did so much, and to even think like. You know, that really only happened in, like, oh the God. later part of her life, right? Because, like, she went to school. She moved back to Iran. She then moved to Paris. So she probably really didn't join the French resistance until, yeah. like, wait, I mean, I guess, yeah, there wasn't even really a French resistance until, like, 1940. So did she do all this in, like, five wait, years? what? She, what? Oh, my God. She had a whole lifetime and then, like, yeah, dude, she like joined. Yeah, okay. I mean, she joined the Communist Party in 1936. So, in the last nine years of her life, oh my God, is really when she accomplished like so much. Jeez. Like, not a decade, almost a decade. Oh my God. But like, but that's a lifetime that worth of organizing and leading and empowering. Yeah. And just like, oh, oh my God, what a contribution legacy. to the French Revolution. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. So cool. Oh my God. Your lady helped the French war and my lady, the French war, oh from last week, Marie Curie. Whoa. Oh, shit. That's right. Weird. That's cool. That's cool. Some dope-ass women rose out Some of that. dope-ass women? I know. They were like, nah, uh uh This is not how we do things here. We got to fix this. I know. And it's such a, it's such a, you know, it's also, I have to say, it's also so humbling and it's so fun and interesting and exciting and emboldening, like all these things, right? Like empowering. But <laughs> all the things, all the different uh, uh, positive things. The things. Power. But it's also like really humbling and really grounding for me to remember and to recognize that the work that we're doing as women, as activists, as storytellers is ongoing and has been happening for generations yeah. and will continue to happen after us. Yeah. And it's, we have to just keep going. Like there are moments where it definitely, especially with like, ugh, this administration and everything right now, like it just, yes. there are moments where it feels like exhausting and like, ugh, I don't even know pointless. if it's like, right, like is it even worth like thinking bigger? Like maybe I can just like, if I can affect my direct circle, then that little portion, that little corner of the world will be happier and the rest of the world will be that much better for it. Like, is it worth like, you know, really like, trying to even trying to reach out is it even worth trying to reach out and it is yeah it absolutely is and i think these these stories of all these different women is a testament to that yeah you know because they just continued reaching out even when they didn't um were probably told not to a lot of times along the way yeah like you know i'm sure like sarah was told plenty of times like don't you can't start your own business like that's crazy exactly you know like like business meetings and stuff like i'm sure i'm sure people were like oh like oh do you know like the monokians like oh you're louisa cool anyway but the monokians are amazing you know what i mean they're like whatever i'm still gonna 
I'm still going to do my thing. And exactly. I mean, she worked in the ward. You still like, do your thing. She was like handling weapons. I can only imagine oh the God. strong egos she dealt with. Like, <sighs> I'm just, it's so And she just kept doing her own thing. Just yeah. kept pursuing and just making a difference. Yeah. Like fighting through the, um, like, f- I'm thinking like fuzz, but that's not the, like the white noise. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Anyway. Damn. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. You too. These were good ones. These are good. Yeah. These were like both like obscure. Like I didn't know anything yeah, no. about yours at all. Ne- yeah, me neither. Or I mine. Didn't, I didn't know about mine either. <laughs> yeah. Or yours. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I will say like, you know, we have, um, I do want to explore the X yes. in Dope Women yes. very, very soon. Um, these are like the first two that I like it gravitated towards me too um and i will say just because like there's they are more plentiful just because of censorship and you know all of the things have come with the oppression that come with the people in the x part of women mm-hmm. with an x <laughs> wish it was a different way to say it a group a group you know the group the people that listening to know, know when we talk you when know we say you women on this podcast you know we're saying women with an x we are talking to no matter you. what no matter what Girl. um talking to you <laughs> all so, you yes and the boys too we're talking to the boys too yeah i'm but I'm, like i think fine. this is also like a, a really great area where we can do a shout out again of like suggestions because everyone researches in their own way and right. you know there might be something we have no idea about right. yeah. and yeah even if you think it's obvious like like i said like right you know you did mary curry last week like a lot of people probably know about her but yeah. don't know as deep as we got right and so like um, why should we know her? yeah i do want to dig deeper with like yeah. people that we know about too you know and find unexpected things anyway um yes. well let's close out this episode by acknowledging yeah that we are on the traditional territory of the tonga nation and you've been listening to Dope, Dope women. women. We'll be able to do it without giggling <laughs> one day. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>